millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about the remaining um, nominated animated feature films uh, for the Oscars. Wolf Walkers, Over the Moon, and a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. Yep, we watched all three of these. Um, and we had already previously watched the other two Oscar-nominated movies, Onward and... Soul. Uh, Soul that we both we did podcasts on last year and this year, so go check those out. But yes, so we had uh, we had these last three to talk about. Um, all very fun. Um, I'm excited to talk about them with you guys today. Uh, which one do we want to start with? Wolfwalkers was the was the first one I watched, so I don't know which one. Yeah, well, which well one let's talk about Wolfwalkers. Okay. Um. So Wolfwalkers has a um has the same art director as this other movie that I had watched. It was on Netflix a couple years ago called The Secret of Kells or mm-hmm. Secret of the Kells. Um, so it has like a very sketchy type of like a uh, very angular um, type of art, which I really enjoyed. It was, this was a very beautiful movie. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really liked this movie. It was very beautiful. And I felt like the story, like the kind of fable that it showed us about the the wolf walkers living in the woods and then the new girl robin and her father um becoming wolf walkers as well it was very dramatic and really intense and it just felt like so much was going on all the time in this movie and the animation was incredible i loved it so much it was really enjoyable to watch yeah, I watched this uh, with my friend from work. Uh, we both uh, had Apple TV and we wa- put on at the exact same time and just kind of like had a little commentary during it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I kind of felt like some Merida vibes and some even like Tangled vibes. Like when um, <laughs> when Maeve was, um, I, either Maeve or the mother was like healing someone, I was like singing Flower Gleam and Glow. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> like so thinking true. of Tangled. Um, yeah. And then just like, you know, the big red hair just like made me think of Merida. Um, and yeah. uh, this, and this takes Ireland. place in uh, <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. So some great Irish um, accents, but the, the main character, Robin, she's a British girl. She comes from England. Um, yeah. So I guess her and her father had come to this town, I guess, looking for work. I think um, their mother, her mother, like, passed away or something or something happened to the mother and... Mm-hmm. Um, the dad needed work and he's like a hunter. Um, and this town is, uh, is, uh, infested, not infested, but like, you know, they have, they have a wolf problem. There are, Mm -hmm. the the wolves are attacking because the townspeople are cutting down the forest, uh, where the wolves live. And, uh, it's a very, like, it's a very, like, save the forest type of, type of film, you know, like, let, like live in harmony with nature. Very Um, Princess Mononoke. I got a lot of that Very Princess Mononoke. Oh, so much. Um, so, yeah, it was also, like, yeah, it was, like, very intense and very deep, like, with, uh, with finding out that the mother, the mother of Maeve was, like, trapped in a cage with the, uh, what's his name? The, 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 no, the, the Baron? The, the Baron? No. no the, the Overlord <laughs> the or something? Or the Protector or something? The, the yeah. Lord, Lord Protector. That was the like, Lord Protector. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Um, very scary, very scary dude. Gave me a, gave yeah. me like Radcliffe from Pocahontas vibes. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. He had the same kind of design with like the really big chest and like yes. kind of like square tiny head, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like the very, the very like, very like a, uh, um, like flat wavy hair. I don't know. Like yeah. whatever Radcliffe has. Um, 
And uh, oh, the father was uh, was voiced by Sean Bean. Very and, clearly uh, Sean Bean. <laughs> very clearly. And uh, when he like spoilers, when he like almost died at the end, I, uh, like I was like, I'm not surprised. I, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised if he if he, <laughs> if he died, if his character died. But also the knowing dad, Sean Bean's track record, you know, like was. He was like frustratingly obtuse with his daughter, and like oh, so much, so you know, and so it's like you knew this was gonna happen. So it's just kind of like all of these um, normal kind of tales where the father does not listen to the daughter, and then everything goes to shit because of it. Um, but it's also like what you know. I felt like the plot was really, really good because it was just so it was moving along so quickly. Like I just felt like it had no resting beats. It was just completely like so much like information and visual information being shown to you like every second of this movie. Um, yeah, I definitely agree, but not not to the point where where I felt like it was moving too fast or like or, mm-hmm. or like jumping jumping over stuff too quickly. Like it really took its time to kind of lay out each each scene to its full potential and like giving you the information you need, um, especially with kind of all the moving parts we were dealing with. Definitely, yeah. Um, I really liked the the song in the middle of the movie where um, Robin becomes a wolf and her and Maeve they like run around the forest I thought that song was excellent it's like the whole entire song and just watching them like run around and be wolves was a really great part of the the movie yeah I really like that part yeah I think that it the songs were by Aurora which who's like a famous um I think she's from Ireland I could be wrong but um, Did Aurora do the song for Frozen too, or is that someone else? Yeah, that's the one who sang at the Oscars the... last year as well. Yeah, yeah, and she did the the, the, the high pitched part. Mm-hmm. The high, where yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. That one. That's exactly okay. right. Yeah, I think that that was her like that one beautiful song. I I think. Let me let me see. There was there was a lot of songs, but um, like the weekend made some songs too i think at the end but aurora made that running with the wolf song that's the one i'm talking about um and i really liked it mm, yeah i really liked i really liked the music in this mm-hmm. um it was really good the actress who played robin um honor Neepsy, she on her imdb i recognize her as the girl who's the younger sister in the uh, royal prince or prince for christmas movies um on netflix oh a, a christmas prince a christmas prince that's right yes <laughs> yeah a christmas <laughs> christmas prince yeah she's like the young girl in that she's great in those movies um and those movies are terrible but she she is she's great um so it was great to see her in this and then um the mother Maria Doyle Kennedy, we had talked about her recently. She is in Downton Abbey, and she she was in an Outlander as well, the season or the later seasons of Outlander as his aunt. Um, oh, is, is her name not Maeve? It's Meb. It's Maeve, but that's how it's spelled in Ireland. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I get H it. is a V sound in, in oh, irish it's like okay. in gaelic it's so it's so different though there are some really really interesting irish names that you would look at and you're like i don't know what i don't know what that's supposed to sound like <laughs> yeah i watched an instagram reel of someone pronouncing like irish names and showing their spelling and i was uh-huh. like i would have i would have never i would have never figured that out. <laughs> and, yeah. except for the ones that, that we obviously knew like like uh Shersha. um yeah but like, and, uh, we didn't know that for a long time, you know, yeah, like no, it's, sure. <laughs> it's because we know, yeah, I, but yeah, yeah. Like I really enjoyed the voice acting in this too. Um, I thought it was just, you know, obviously watching the young characters and, and watching, I think Maeve was such a wonderful um, foil to Robin, who's a lot more reserved, but she still has her like, really kind of like wild not listening to her father thing going on so um 
I mean, yeah, she starts off the movie, like, really wanting to be like her father and being able to help her father with hunting because she knows it's it's a hard job. And, you know, she's, like, being cooped up in her house all day. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's definitely, like, you know, little jobs that little girls are supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be in school, possibly. I don't know. It didn't seem like there was a school in this. Either the kids were just, like, running around the streets being... Being bullies being like they were in the... rabble rousers. I yeah. <laughs> or or the girls like worked in worked as like scullery maids or something. Yeah. Um and so and then kind of seeing her kind of so like she she already had that personality of, you know, she she needs to be out there, she needs to be doing something. She's very active, she's very strong. Um, but then kind of her learning about the wolf walkers and then in turn wanting to help them, like her and Maeve had such a great chemistry. Like, they mm-hmm. were, the voice acting and, like, the two characters, like, really worked well together. And, and yeah, I really enjoyed them a lot. Yeah, they were really cute. And I just love how wild Maeve's, like, character design is as well. Just, like, having that big old hair and then all of those, like, leaves in it. And then she's kind of got just, like, a brown down the center of her face and these, like, bright green eyes. And she's just got such a wonderful character design um i think that like the sketchiness really allows you to kind of feel the animation in a way that is a lot different than like the the 3d animated movies that we see and it's and i do think that this movie has a has a good chance of winning the oscar because of that because it's just so incredible um yeah i i definitely I definitely enjoy seeing movies like this every once in a while. It's like a, it's a breath of fresh air. Cause like, yeah, we do see a lot of that super 3d realistic, like type of stuff that, you know, Disney loves to do right now. And, and a lot of other production companies like to do. Um, but like, you know, I just like to see a good, like quirky, like sketched out, like kind of rough looking kind mm-hmm. of like gritty, um, almost dark type of type of animated feature like i i really enjoy movies like this like i I love animation and like all the different ways you can take it um art wise and story wise like i've i've always enjoyed anime Mm -hmm. um and uh and yeah this movie i'm i'm really gonna be rooting for it like hardcore (laughs) yeah so like we said it was just nominated for best animated feature film um do you want to look at the plot keywords? Um, yes. One thing I did want to mention is I thought it was very interesting that they kind of made the the real wolves like a lot more, I don't know, almost scary looking. Mm-hmm. But then when, when the humans would turn into wolves, they'd kind of have like very softer, like dog-like features. And like bigger which, like, eyes and stuff. Yeah, bigger eyes, like yeah. softer, um, like less, uh, not, not as angular. Um, mm-hmm. or, or as narrow of a face. They'd kind of have, like, a rounder face. Yeah. Really um, cute, you know? Yeah, very cute. Yeah. yeah. So I, f- I found that interesting. That and it's, it says that the, that the actress who played Maeve, Ava Whitaker, she was eight years old during recording, and it was her very first movie. And honestly, like, such Aww. good, such good voice acting from Ava So Whitaker. good! Like, excellent, excellent Good job, like, Eva. Excellent voice acting. Oh <laughs> man, it's yeah. beautiful. It's beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's look at these uh, plot keywords. We've got friendship, family relationships, wolf, folklore, Irish folklore. That that's it. Yeah, Irish folklore. Yeah, no wolves, but sure. Okay. Um, it it did say wolf. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It it got it all in there. It, it got, got it in there. In there. I think, um, I, I think that sums it up. Yeah, I think it does, too. Definitely Irish folklore. And I was thinking while I was watching this movie how, what it would be like to be somebody who believes in, at the time, believed in the, the kind of pagan folklore stuff before the Christians kind of came in and fucked everything up. Um, mm-hmm. That, like, what if they saw this movie and was just, like, so in awe about how beautiful it was, like, just the way it's portrayed and everything like i just think the story is really really nice and it's just like something that's that probably is is taken like it's influenced by irish folk folk tales and it's just it's great i love it yeah so good so good let's look at the uh, meta score for this one it's got an 87 um a few 100s pretty nice um, the playlist says it's the best animated film of the year. 
Um, Whoa. And philosophically profound and stunningly gorgeous. It's definitely all those things. Um, I think the website pretty nice. It says every aspect of Wolfwalkers is thoughtfully, beautifully rendered. And the story is full of twists that keeps things unpredictable until the finale. It's one of the most impressive films of the year and the best animated film of 2020 thus far. Nice. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'm going to read. So it had two mixed reviews. So mm-hmm. let's kind of see what really brought it. I guess. I mean, cause it, it probably would have gotten a lot higher if it weren't for both of these. Um, looks like both of the two mixed reviews gave it a 60. Um, so let's see. They gave it a 60 and said like nothing. Like, how am I supposed to know how you felt? Like the guardian, <laughs> yeah. the guardian gave it a 60 and just said, this is a charming and thoroughly likable film. Then why'd you give it a 60? Well, that's the blurb that they picked. Like, I don't know. I know. Who, who I'm not going to read the full this. review. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, here we go. The New York times gave it a 60 as well and said as much a joy as, as much a joy as this movie is to behold, its scenario is more than a little overbaked and overdrawn. I mean, I don't agree. <laughs> no, I, I think it's... <laughs> I don't think it's contrived. I think it's incredibly beautiful. And even though it's used a lot of the kind of similar themes, possibly, I feel that this one was a lot more... Like, I think it definitely deserved to be made and not... And wasn't... You know, I, I think it had so much beauty in it. The content was the animation as well. So that's why it's worth yeah. it. Yeah. And sometimes and sometimes I wonder um, if, you know, if... Like, I, I wonder if the reason they're calling it overbaked and overdrawn is because maybe they're thinking of it as more of like like kids might, maybe wouldn't follow this as well. Or, you know, it, it, maybe they'd get a little lost. But... Um, I don't know. I don't like to relate animated movies just to kids. I, I know that in America they they tend to be mm-hmm. they tend to be aimed towards kids, but um, I I don't think that should always be the case. Like I think an animated movie could definitely be for adults, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's always been my take on it. That that's why I, I tend to harsh. <laughs> I I tend to be a bit more harsh when it comes to animated movies because I don't see them as just kids movies. I see them as as a movie <laughs> for me too. Yeah. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, should we move on to Sean the Sheep? Sure. Okay. Um, a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. There's been quite a few Sean the Sheep movies. Um, I've not seen any of the Sean the Sheep movies. This is the only one that I've seen. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I've definitely seen this character, and ha- has he ever been featured in a like a Wallace and Gromit movie as well? Um, or no, or, or are those two fairly separate? I think that they're, I think they're different. I I think that Wallace and Gromit is in the same universe, yeah, or something like that because we did see them on the TV in the beginning of the movie. Yes. but I yes. you know I think it's like kind of the same idea. And it's the I've I've seen Wallace and Gromit. I remember seeing Wallace and Gromit in the I've early seen a 2000s. couple Wallace and Gromit films. Um, they're not my favorite, so I don't I don't tend to watch a lot of those. Mm-hmm. But um, I have seen a couple. I've probably seen probably more of the older ones mm-hmm. and, of Wallace uh, and I Gromit. Think the, the same people made um, Chicken Run, which has yes voice acting in it, and that's a I really like Chicken Run. Chicken Run's great. I like Chicken Run a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah. Chicken Run's great. Yeah. Um, but so this one just is about Sean, who I guess is a he's a he's a preconceived character from other movies, but we get what he's about um, and what him and his like whole deal and, and friends and the farm is about. Um, but yeah, they're kind of like a group of sheep that are just, they live on this farm so and cute. they're kind of they're they're really cute. Like all the sheep have their own little personalities and their own little like shapes and sizes and they're really cute. Yeah. Um and they just they just like to they like to have fun. They like to, you know, do stunts and 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 build things and you know, have a good time. They're kind of like they kind of make me think of like the Phineas and Ferb like of sheep. And like, mm-hmm. and the dog is like Candace, always trying to bust yep. them, and yeah. like, be like, you can't do this. Like the dog in this, he oh, was funny. really good, but he yeah. was so annoying. I was like, I was like, let them have fun. Like they just sit on a farm all day. Let uh, them yeah, have some fun. Like, the dog is supposed to serve um, the master too, like the farmer. Yeah. And so like he wants the farmer to be happy, and he's the one who gets you know, 
Um, he gets in trouble all the time. Yeah, he's the one who gets in trouble by the farmer. <laughs> so I think it's just like kind of the funny dynamic between all of the different farm animals and the and the farmer. Yeah. So I I was surprised at like at how deep this movie got. Mm-hmm. Um like in in terms of the plot and everything. I mean, with and and how much they were able to portray with with really no no dialogue. I mean, you heard sounds, you heard like maybe a no or like a ah, like yeah. you heard like things like that, but other than that it was mostly like laughs and and just grunts and just various noises like kind of giving you all of the emotions that you need and and it was it was very effective in all of it. Um you could definitely follow along. Um, but yeah, you were totally right. I could not look away for a second or else I would miss something because, <laughs> because I, I couldn't hear anything. I, I could really, I had to take it all in with my eyes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it was, it was a really cute story. Um, I never thought a Shaun the Sheep movie would go this far as to like include aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was a really cute story. And like an alien kid as well, who is kind of naive and cute and, um, that like all the antics that ensue from just having the ability to, you know, levitate things and, um, fly things and just that kind of stuff all kind of made it as, as fun as possible. Um, and I, I really liked the, the Lula, the little, excuse me, sorry. Um, the little alien, he was like super, super cute. You know, he has a really round features. He kind of looks like a dog. And yeah. he's really expressive with his eyebrows and stuff and just like him with gaining his friendship with Sean and then trying to figure out how to get Lula back to his family. It was it was really cute. Yeah, and I kinda like the underlying message of like, you know, kind of so so Sean starts off the, the movie, you know, being being a little rebellious, you know, he wants to <laughs> He wants to go sit in the in the tractor or whatever that that like farm machine is, or you know he wants to he wants to order a pizza. He doesn't like he doesn't like boring <laughs> sheep food. Yeah. Like you know he just he needs some excitement. And the dog is like overly strict. And you know when Sean kind of meets this alien who who drops down, I don't think he realizes that it's a kid. And, and neither do we. We kind of learn later that that the alien's actually a child. Yeah. Um. And so it's just kind of learning and doesn't really know right from wrong or you know you should do this or you shouldn't do that. Um, and it's like a learning experience for Sean. Like Sean has to take care of this kid and and get the kid back to its parents. And, and then like, even the dog kind of learns like, you know, maybe I'm being too strict with Sean or Sean needs to be like, okay, maybe I do need to listen to the dog sometimes. Cause sometimes he's, Mm -hmm. he's not just being an asshole. He's actually like, he has some good points. Um, yeah. And I even kind of liked that, that like alien chaser lady. Like she was, she was kind of creepy. With her backstory Um, too. Yeah, she had like she had seen um the mother and father alien back in the day when she was like a child and you know she from, from what she could see or remember she like jotted down a picture of what they looked like and brought it into class and got laughed at and so she kind of spent her entire life trying to find, you know, um evidence of alien life forms and it kind of she kind of kind of became obsessed by it and I was I was afraid that she was going to do something like bad to the aliens, but I mean, she really just wanted to see them mm-hmm. and like prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her little reunion with the parents at the end was really cute too. And and all yeah. the alien chasers coming to town were really funny, like taking pictures and their <laughs> yeah. their Dalek costumes and yeah. doctor, costumes doctor costumes were so funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah. The British yeah. love their Doctor Who. They sure do. They sure do. <laughs> They're really obsessed um, with it. But the music, music was pretty hopping in this, oh, in this yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. A lot of like, pop music. It was some, yeah. yeah, some very upbeat, like, <laughs> music. I was like, I was like, damn, Shaun the Sheep. I was yeah. not expecting this. Just really creative um, scenarios, like you were explaining, with the sheep, with the, with the alien, with the farmer, just, like, wanting to build this Farmageddon um, theme park to to make money so he could buy a new tractor just like all of the the creativity and the the hilarity i think and and just the physical comedy that they've made with these little models is really really impressive um and just like with grunts and and physical movement and stuff and just like kind of that traditional animation um 
I think I, I see why it was nominated because it definitely is really impressive. And just like the team of people working on this, you know that they love these characters and you can tell that they really love exploring the funny things you can do with all sorts of the parts of the characters, like the sheep that's got a lot, a lot of, you know, the the big round circle sheep, you know, they, they like hide things inside yeah, of it. Things and stuff. get stuck in the sheep or like... <laughs> You know? They pull a hair dryer out of him. Yeah, yeah very slapstick, and uh, yeah. and that's always fun to watch. Um, and yeah, really, really creative. And, and again, love love claymation. Um, even in this more like um, simple form, and even the more like uh, um, like complex forms, like uh, the Leica Studios mm-hmm. likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, always love claymation. Um, or stop motion animation stuff like that. It's 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 one of my favorite forms of animation. I I really love that we've got studios like this and studios like Leica producing um, this kind of other animation as well, like the stop motion claymation animation. Just because it's always it's it's always going to have a place and people who really appreciate it enjoy it. So that's where I feel like we should just keep supporting these other kinds of like, you know alternative animation that was actually the original animation you know what I mean like it's kind of like to supporting that I feel a little bit more I feel better about it you know and especially for us watching these three movies that aren't the Disney ones you know like we all know that Disney is really good but I feel like sometimes they just don't I mean there's some there's there's a lot more restrictions I feel with Disney movies than like some with other ones you know so oh like maybe in the content they can show or i don't know whatever mm-hmm. or just the 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 directions they go i mean yeah i mean sure i guess like disney's such a big name and they really kind of have a reputation for themselves that i can definitely see them limiting limiting their options um and kind of giving the more um edgier storylines to to other art uh to other uh, production studios like uh like one of one of the best animated movies of all time will probably be um Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, like just Sony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sony. Yeah. Doing some really good like gritty like uh adult more adult type of types of storylines which uh I thoroughly enjoy. Mm-hmm. But uh, also enjoy movies like this too. I I really enjoyed the Shaun the Sheep movie. Yeah, it lot. definitely was a lot more kid oriented too. I mean, it's a lot more kid for sure. humor for sure, but it's also very appreciative for adults, definitely. Um, but it's it's enjoyable for kids too, and I think that's what makes the Shaun the Sheep character a very like likable and like well known character in England. Probably is because it's just like he's really cute. He's he's really quirky. Adults like him, and kids like him too. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Um, let's look at these plot keywords. I'm gonna look at some trivia here, just while you look at the plot keywords. All right, so we got um, sheep, theme park, robot, sequel, and combine harvester. Combine? Combine? Combine. Harvester. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know why I had to read that like four I, times. I don't know. You really did. <laughs> I just, I didn't know how to read it. <laughs> so this, these trivia, I mean, everybody should just go check this out for themselves. The trivia is filled with Easter eggs, okay? Like, unsurprisingly, you know, every other alien-associated movie and TV show is pretty much um, referenced in this movie. Like, it says... Uh, there's a clever homage to the movie Arrival, which I love. Um, in the barn scene with the discarded pizza box, it shows a grease stain matching the hieroglyphics from that movie. Um, I didn't even see that. Literally, like, did not even see that. We we talked about the Doctor Who stuff. You know, it's talking about H.G. Yeah. Wells and having, like, an H.G. Um, wheels of, like, garage. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> like um, Rocky the Rooster from yeah. from Ardman's film Chicken Run makes a brief non-speaking cameo in one scene. He's standing on a wall holding a coffee mug, which he drops with his name on it. <laughs> which yeah. I, I thought one of the roosters looked like looked like Rocky. I was like, oh, that kind of looks like the guy, the guy from Chicken Run. <laughs> Did you see the, the dog holding a mug that said... Um... No, the rooster was holding the mug. Excuse me. Yeah, the mug said. Oh yeah, what did it say? Yeah, I saw some funny it like was really mugs. funny. It was um, it was uh, nice pecs. I think is what it said. 
Yeah, and there was one before that was pretty funny too. Oh my god, I cannot remember what it what it was. And then I think the dog even had a funny one too. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, there's just like a lot of a lot of stuff. I'm glad that I'm glad that there. I, I love alien films and things like that too. So definitely, um, I'm uh, I'm I just I like things that pay homage to other stuff, and that's. That's this entire movie. <laughs> so, Yeah, exactly. This one's kind of cute. The way Lulu tells uh, its parents what happened uh, mimics how C-3PO tells their story to the Ewoks in Star Wars Episode Five: Return of the Jedi. Or no, sorry, Six: <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Oh my god, that's great. Uh, okay. Um, cute. This got a 79 meta score. The only one on here that's kind of like mixed review is Slash Film. Um, they just said it's it's good thing that this movie exists. It's not quite up to snuff. Um, they think it's dated and it's old. <laughs> um, dated? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think because of the, you know, it, it can be enjoyable even if it's like something that's just like playing on the past two decades or whatever previously of things you know what i mean yeah yeah um but it did get a 100 by the telegraph why are they so relentlessly endearing and funny comic timing is a big part of it every skit and pratfall is staged to split second perfection um okay i like that let's see i'm trying to (laughs) the (laughs) The observer from the UK gave an 80 and said, it's an absolute joy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wendy. Trying to see. Um trying to see if there's one that I kind of liked. Um This one's interesting. The Guardian gave it an 80 as well. A little of the personality has been lost in adapting Sean's world for sci-fi. The Wallace and Gromit movie Curse of the Were Rabbit pulled off horror with a little more finesse. It's a minor quibble. Sean is by no means past his prime. So, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe to some it was more of a miss, but um, still kind of, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, last Let's movie. Let's move on over to Over the Moon. Yes. Um, I watched this one first out of these three, and I'm glad I did because um, it was very emotional, so I got it out of the way. Yes, it was. Uh, I, I watched it in the middle. So I think I watched Wolf Walkers, then Over the Moon, then then Shaun the Sheep. Um, yeah. So I don't know what was which I which I I, th- I think was a good <laughs> was a good pattern as well. Yeah. Um, I... This movie was pretty emotional. It was. I don't know what was going on with me when I was watching this movie, but it took me like a day to watch it. I had to keep pausing it and doing other things and coming back to it, but. Every time I would come back to it, I would just, like, start crying again. Like, I started watching this movie, and just initially, I was crying because it was so beautiful. And then the mom died, and then I was crying because the mom died. And then I was like, okay, it's fine. Um, Then I started crying because I thought that it was beautiful again. And then um, I cried at the end because everything was happy and and beautiful again. I mean, I just don't... It was... was, very like <laughs> intense for me over here and i just don't know why <laughs> i want to i want to call this movie like a chaotic emotional sandwich yeah that's like, that's what it, it was, is yeah it was like it was like emotional in the beginning mm-hmm. and yeah the 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 animation was beautiful in this like it was super realistic it's like that very like you know I mean, I, I don't want to compare everything to Disney because I don't think Disney should, like, own the, you know, the 3D realistic, like, type of stuff because, you know, anyone can do it. But, like, yeah. you know, it kind of gave me, you know, that Tangled, um, Frozen, you know, mm-hmm. very, like, big-eyed um, it's because kind of art Glenn style. because Glenn Keane made this movie as well as oh. Tangled and uh, many other oh. Disney animated movies. So that's why oh. it kind of looks like the same. <laughs> I see. Mm-hmm. I see now. Okay. He's, he's an animator. Um, so. B- 
but yeah, so the very emotional beginning, um, very, very sweet, um, sad, emotional, and then like just pure chaos. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> in the middle. It went. It was 100%. so right. Sandwiched with went, chaos. <laughs> it went to a thousand very quickly. Yep. And then, yep. and then back to a very cute, like emotional, like, like mm-hmm. kind of tying it all in. This, I'm, I'm so, kind of at odds with this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know if I liked it. I, I'm kind of leaning towards more I didn't like it as much as I really wanted to. Yeah. Because, like, the beginning was very strong. Like, yes. I, I was I was very tied to these characters. You know, I, I, yeah. I loved, uh, I loved, uh, what's her name? Fei-Fei. I love Fei-Fei. Fei-Fei. Yeah. I loved her father. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love this family they were giving us. And then, you know, and I love the message at the end, you know, um, being happy for your dad who, like, you know, wants to move on and, you know, stop holding on to the past. I mean, hold on to it, obviously. Like, don't forget who your mother was and that you loved her mm-hmm. and, like, the love that was there. But, like, you need to you need to bring in new people. Like, you need to you need to learn to love other people. Um, that was a great message, but just pure chaos. <laughs> it's just chaos. I think- it, re- it lost me. It lost me it, in the middle. Yeah. I was like, um, what happened <laughs> Where here? Where is going on? I think... I think the the reason it was so weird was because the animation um the the style looked really different in the whole moon area than it did mm-hmm. on earth which you know it's alien or it's like out in space it's supposed to be different but yeah. it it just didn't yeah. have like any it didn't have any inkling of being a chinese influenced moon area it was just generally blobs of color and like not very bright very very very, very bright. bright and and things that looked like other things like mm-hmm. you know the moon cake the moon cake things and the frog the things animals. and the weird lizard yeah. slug thing like yeah. the chicken yeah the chicken aliens i it that looked like the 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 they looked exactly like the um angry like birds angry birds yes exactly <laughs> Exactly like Angry Birds. Birds. I was like, why did you make them look Angry Birds, dude? And there's a movie. There's an Angry Birds movie. Like that they look just like that. (laughs) You know? Completely. Completely. Totally. Like yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, like I I really liked uh and it and even and even the even the Moon Queen, uh Chunge. Like, oh, yeah. you know, she, she like, was... she had a really cool song. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of liked the diva um, kind of, like, yeah. start to her. Yeah. Um, I was, I, I enjoyed that song. It was, it, it slapped. It slapped. Um, oh, my God. I was slapped. dancing. I was sitting here just, like, <laughs> fucking dance. I was, like, moving. Oh, my God. I was yeah, freaking, dude. like, it totally slapped. And I was, like, this is the best part of the movie. Like, it's good. It, but it was just so much fun. And it was so out of place because it was just so, like, it was like China yeah. pop songs, and it was it was sang was sung by Philippa Sue's. She was voiced by Philippa yes. Sue, and I was like, I oh my saw God. that. I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, this this lady either has to be an a musical artist mm-hmm. or she just has to be a really good singer. And then I saw the name, I was like, okay, I was like, sure, yep, 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 that's how. Yeah, yep. that makes a lot of sense. That, yeah, that yep. fucking song. Oh my makes God. a lot of sense. Yeah, she was a great singer. That yeah. song was really awesome. Yeah. Um, and I I had kind of. I had kind of come to terms about how the moon was going to be by the time we got to that part. So I was like, I was like, all right, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. (laughs) It just, it was very jarring. Like the second, the second, the second they like, she, she got into a rocket ship and, you know, Chin was in the the ship with her and she's like, I didn't account for your weight. And then they get like stuck in the, in the tractor beam. And then those two like lion flying things come and get Beautiful. them. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. It, it was weird because there was like not any kind of, there wasn't any inkling that there was magic in the real world, and so no. it kind of didn't. No. Like it was kind of clear that this was an adventure that she was going on, that maybe wasn't actually didn't, the way didn't that happen yeah like it kind of was like in her head or something you know Maybe, like that would make yeah, a lot of sense it was very disconnected it was like it felt <laughs> yeah. so disconnected you know um, almost like when ooh, you the know. other part i the other part that was pretty funny was the was the ping pong <laughs> the ping pong part oh my god the song and the kid yeah like yes, yes the lady chin. they were playing that song and i was like what is going- why are we watching this <laughs> 
just like what is happening and then the rabbit and the other rabbit like kind of having a thing and i was like what (laughs) like i was like what in the alice in wonderland is happening here i know it was i think like i would have been more satisfied with the idea that the moon and this like you know chinese goddess was um like influenced the her surroundings on the moon to look more like you know ancient china or something like it would have made mm-hmm. more sense. It would have like made more sense if things were like kind of influenced by where she came from. But it, this was just like yeah. utter like chaos. It was like what is yeah because it was like because it was like a Chinese it was like a Chinese uh, fable like folklore mm-hmm. basically yeah, and totally. and, and then great. just to have just to get up there and have it look like. <laughs> The, the chaotic spirit world of, of okay. Legend of Korra. Yeah. Like, or this is soul. not what I wanted. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Soul, too, because, like, it was, like, really, really bright. Oh, okay. And it was, like, all blobs, you know? And, yes. Lots um, of blobs. It, yeah, like, it was, it was very, and it was very Mario-esque. I felt like that was, it was really, mm. like, it felt like we were on a Mario world. um, Like, from Super yeah. Mario Odyssey or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, the beginning and the end was really good. The middle was like fine. <laughs> it's like there were two different. Yeah, the movies. middle was fine. Um, probably more towards the end when when they were when they were able to find the the piece, the gift that yeah. she was looking for. Um, yeah. and uh, and like and she you know reunites with uh, with a Huyi, I think it was his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know and then he has to go, and then they both kind of learn that you know they need to. They need to learn to let go, like keep the love, know that the love was there, but let go and and kind of move on. Like they both kind of learn together. I, I like that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then taking it back town with them and with the whole family. I love the scenes where oh my god, I love the scenes where they were all cooking and then sitting down at the at the table yeah. and just like being a cute little family. Yeah. Um, it was really, I love, really cute. I love when animated movies just like put food in it. Mm-hmm. Like I like I don't Coco. Know. I, oh my god, it really reminded yes. me of Coco a lot as well because Coco's kind of sandwiched with the real world too. Um with the like whole bulk of the movie being this like alternative like kind of spirit world. Um yes, and yes, that kind of felt yeah. like that as well. So you know but I, I yeah, like I felt like the emotions really were stemmed from just the really, really brilliant animation of the of the characters. I thought that the the design of um Fifi and her brother and her father and the the new woman um just like so it was so brilliant it really did remind me of Coco because of that because it was yeah. just like so much emotion on these people's faces and it was just like really really well done um the character design was excellent um i just i loved it i thought it was really really cute yeah, it was very cute. It was very funny. I really liked Chin, um, and and even like the chemistry between Fei Fei and Chin. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I I thought I thought I thought it was good. It was very chaotic, and that kind of put me <laughs> off a little bit. Yeah, but um, but I still thought it was enjoyable. And the the I didn't really like the character of the um green alien dog thing um yeah i it felt like he was kind of pulling like an olaf but he appeared like so late in the movie like he was like yeah definitely more than halfway through the movie was he like introduced so i thought that that was odd because he didn't have like a place until he was needed to like have feifei realize things but like she yeah the fact that she needed the fact that they felt like she needed a counterpart because you know the rabbit was doing the rabbit stuff and then chin was doing the ping pong stuff like yeah i don't know maybe maybe chin could have been there with her and this is where they maybe could have gotten because like she she was kind of she was kind of connecting to chin with this green thing yeah like why couldn't chin have just been with her i know i was like why can't you just bring chin with like that would solve the problem like chin did nothing like he just yeah because yeah they, they like they see the frogs and she's like oh leapfrog I know how to do this and then even at the end the green thing the green thing's like oh so you learned all these things because of your soon to be brother Chin and I'm like why <laughs> why? 
Why was it was, this yeah, it was odd. Um, it wasn't. It was not. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know what Audrey Wells, if she had written this whole thing to be like this, because it also says there's two other writers, Jennifer Yee McDivitt and Alice Wu. So I feel like maybe they took over after Audrey Wells passed away mm, to like finish okay. it and like make sure it was like all good for animation. Because yeah. Um, I oh my gosh like just like the emotions at the end of this that like it when it said um in memory of Audrey Wells and just like the fact that she wrote like I I looked it up immediately and that she had written this movie for her daughter like she, when she knew that she was dying of cancer and so she yeah she had written it just like as her last movie um and she had made other movies like Under the Tuscan Sun and I really love that movie um that movie like got me through like a really emotional part of my life like when my cat died that was like what the first I've movie I've never seen that movie yeah. I always wanted to see it I uh I went like home like the next day afterwards like after I had to put her down and I like was so depressed and I just kind of laid in bed and watched that movie and it like it was very cathartic it's a it's a good movie Hmm. <laughs> yeah but, um, so anyway, yeah, that's why I've, I was like so emotional at the end of it. And I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is really great that she wrote this movie for her daughter and that it got made. And, um, her daughter can yeah. see herself like in, in Fei Fei too. Yeah. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. That makes it a lot more special. It really does. And I, I, I like it. I liked that it was, you know, um, I I didn't actually watch Raya, so I don't know what, like, what it compares to Raya, because that's also another Chinese uh, American movie. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I had watched, I had watched Raya. Um, it was cute. It, it was really good. Um, it, it had, it had some very, like, chaotic, like, humor in it, um, which, which, which really, it, it worked. It somehow it worked. Like there's some weird stuff that happens in that movie, but it it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was fun. I, I would definitely recommend watching it. Um, maybe once it's maybe once it's maybe once it's on Disney Plus for like for free for streaming. Not yeah, free, but you know, like, like you don't have I'm to pay gonna... pay the premium. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I would definitely watch it again. Um, if we wanted to talk about it on the podcast once it's kind of out but yeah i i wouldn't i wouldn't pay for it but i would definitely watch it once it's like not on premium mm-hmm. or premiere access or whatever um all right any lasting thoughts on over the moon no i'm pretty good all right let's go down to these plot keywords we've got girl true love moon mother-daughter relationship and goddess oh that's yeah. nice yeah yeah and going on to the Metascore, it got a 60 Metascore, which is, which is, which is good. Yeah. It's good. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, let's take a look. Got a lot of mixed reviews, which I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm kind of mixed about it. Um, but let's see. Let's go on over. <laughs> the rap says over the moon wanes more than it waxes that's <laughs> whoa that's funny <laughs> that's, a, that's a moon joke in there um it's it's about half and half like positive and mixed it got 10 positive reviews and 12 mixed reviews mm-hmm. um so i mean 60s 60s right there in the right there in the middle um yeah. did anyone no one gave it like a horrible horrible review um so that's good yeah you know most people are just saying it's sentimental um yeah kind of like a fun fantasy it's got you know charm and and genuine warmth in there um yeah that's kind of okay i'll read the los angeles times one because it's by justin chang Okay. Um, even its most surreal flights of fancy are tethered to a plottingly diagrammed story whose indisputable lessons, cherish the ones you love, and also make room for more of them, are driven home with dispiriting obviousness. 
I mean, yeah, those were obvious, but those were the stronger points of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can't, so you can't argue with that. Like, you have to, you have to just bypass the chaos in the middle and actually think about the stronger points of the movie, which were the beginning and the end. Yeah, I um, think like I would have, I don't know, like I kind of saw it going in a different direction, especially since she was like a scientist and she was like making this all up and trying to figure out the math and the physics of of getting to the moon and i just felt like yeah. it was gonna have more of a crutch of like oh you can be a scientist like you can be anything you want and you know um you can figure out how to do anything you know but that wasn't really the the real like that wasn't what it was trying to say at all you know yeah <laughs> yeah and I also thought that maybe it would it would cover more of her of her lifespan than it did because I, I was like oh she's gonna make a rocket to the moon I thought we were gonna like jump forward to her in yeah. like college like <laughs> like graduating with like a with like a science like a rocket science yeah. degree or whatever yeah and like and becoming become an astronaut, an astronaut. Like, I, <laughs> like I thought we, that's where we were going yeah and then it would be still like reality but then she would like get to the moon one day and like. You know, they would be like her getting to the moon and then just kind of seeing that there's nothing there, but still coming to like terms with the reality of like her mom's gone and this is what it is. There's nothing on the moon, but it's okay. But then that would have been too sad. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't have worked. <laughs> probably wouldn't have. Probably wouldn't have worked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well... <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to read uh, the Indie Wire. I gave it a 58. Uh, if Over the Moon launches into orbit on the strength of its specificity, uh, much of the film is frustratingly generic for a fable so rooted in a particular sense of place, the unique traditions that come with it, and the way they help a certain little girl learn to appreciate the endearing light of her late mother's love. Yeah. Well. But hey, that song slapped. <laughs> That song fucking slapped. Dude. <laughs> slapped. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's uh that's it for Over the Moon Wolfwalkers and a Sean the Sheep movie Farmageddon. Um if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. We would love to know. You can email us. You can email all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com or you can just leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search all by the popcorn. If you also want to rate and review our show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are now on Spotify, if that's where you prefer to listen to your podcasts. And uh, we have social media. If you need notifications on future episodes that we release, we post on Twitter, which is at By the Popcorn, and Instagram at All by the Popcorn Podcast. We also have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All by the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.